So I have a running theory. Much like the dissociative identities as seen in the movie Split, we all have different versions of ourselves and we are merely the front altar. We are all simultaneously many people in one moment and exhibit each personality or version of ourselves as and when the need arises. Each of these shades of you have evolved from various life experiences that mold our behavior to that which will best serve our survival. I've been known to walk aimlessly around for hours, talking to myself, where I've been seen laughing raucously at some inside joke shared internally. I initially feared these voices, then I loathed them, and eventually came to love them. To understand this journey, I'll introduce each of them to you. I'll start off with Happy Hannah. She's fun. She comes up with the best one-liners. She's witty and hilarious. I love her. She's also a master procrastinator, which I don't love, especially when she decides to get lazy in the middle of busy seasons at work. Initially, I would scold her for failing to take life seriously until she retorted, if life's so serious, it'll give you a heart attack. It was then that I realized she was not only comic relief and really great humor, but also my advocate for self-care. I noticed she would begin her daily forays into my mind when I was overworking myself and not taking good care of me. For all you high achieving perfectionists, you know what I'm talking about. Working so hard you forget to brush your teeth or eat a meal or sleep. Happy Hannah would force me to take a step back and breathe. And now I'm learning to do that daily, as opposed to waiting until I work myself into a catatonic state, where Hannah is the procrastination sensation that will be hitting my nation. These are the jokes, people. Next, we have Worrying Wendy. Wendy worries about everything. She worries that tomorrow will never come, that yesterday is gone, that the present is not enough. She is the crippling fear that binds me. What I love about Wendy though, is she's a brilliant troubleshooter. She's an amazing analyst, spotting trends and patterns from a mile away and creating possible solutions at lightning speed. Her major weakness is her great strength. Worrying Wendy makes each possible fear a reality in her mind. That's why she's so good at solving them. However, she carries the emotions related to each distressing theory and makes it feel real for me, hence creating crippling anxiety. One of the things I encourage her to do now is to treat each problem, real or imagined, as a purely logical exercise and to leave all emotions behind. So what if he doesn't like me? Well, I'll be sad and I'll cry, but logic dictates I will get over it. And on a planet full of six billion plus people, someone out there will get my weird sense of humor and love it. Next, we have Critical Kathy. She's an absolute hoot. She's constantly giving a disapproving scowl when I'm tardy or not at my best or when I'm really trying. 
She voices my darkest thoughts and self-recriminations. But here's the thing. She wants me to be the best version of me. Once I stripped Kathy down to her truest form and essence, I realized she is the voice of every naysayer and critical person who told me that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't athletic enough or bright enough or light enough, that I just wasn't enough. She is the reminder of all of the lies people told me that I internalized as truth. She shows me the milestones and limiting beliefs I've embraced in a bid to belong and be accepted by others. For example, you'll never be enough unless you're married, or unless you have kids, or unless you have a high-paying job. She is my haters personified. What I love about Critical Kathy is, at her core, she really does want what's best for me. And once I remove the lies that spew like pus from a festering wound, I can record my truths and, em- and embody them in her, making her my biggest cheerleader. The last version of me is Vindictive Vanya. She is a mix of the Mother of Dragons and Vanya, aka the White Violin, personified. That's a quick shout out to any Game of Thrones fans or the Umbrella Academy fans, so I've got your back. She is wrath personified and wreaks havoc and chaos wherever she goes. She is violent, aggressive, and occasionally overreacts. Why? Because she carries all of my past anguish and hurt. Like a pensive, another shout out, Harry Potter fans will know this, she remembers everything, and that's why she lashes out at those who bear even a fragment of the ones that hurt you. Don't tell me you'll stay forever because he never did. Don't get too close or they will hurt you. Things like that are her daily mantra. At her core, she embodies all the pain and hurt that I have yet to heal from because she is my fiercest friend and most loyal protector. When she lashes out, I take her by the hand and walk quietly with her. Her anger and rage give way to tears and the tears eventually give way to healing. Each and every version of me is loved and accepted, even the gnarled and twisted parts. Like Arthur, I have sworn them into the knights of the round table. They are my counsel, my greatest source of advice, the ones who will always have my back. My question to you and what I leave in closing is, will you listen to the voices in your head and give them a seat at the table.